Hey everyone, it's your girl Chantrice of I Slay Hair. Welcome to my podcast. Be sure to get a pen and a piece of paper and make sure you're prepared to take notes. This series is going to be A to Z of running a business. Tonight's episode, of course, we're going to start off with A. A is for apply yourself. And what does apply mean? Apply has many definitions, but the definition that we're looking for based upon a business is going to be apply. Apply means to give one's full attention to a task. In other words, work hard. Running a business is hard work. And I look at it like this. You treat it like it's your child. From the time that you've formed this child into your womb to the time that you give birth and so on as that child grows up and to become something so successful in this world. As your child grows inside of your belly for nine months, it goes through several stages. Now, let's flip this and put this into a business perspective. So, the first trimester. Of course, we all know the first trimester when being pregnant begins the first day of your last period and lasts until the end of week 12. This means that by that time, you know for sure you're pregnant. You might already be five or six weeks pregnant. A lot happens during these three months. Now, let's put it into a business perspective. Not only do you have to prepare yourself physically for the news that you are about to spread to the world, but you definitely have to prepare yourself mentally. So, and you might ask yourself, how do you do that, right? Okay. So, first day of finding out that you are about to conceive this business, right? So, What you're going to start off and do is, of course, you're going to sit down and you're going to brainstorm. What does this business look like? What do you want this business to do? Who do you want to help with your business? Or if you want to work alone, how much time are you going to be able to give your business, right? So during this first trimester or stage that we're going to call it, it is for you to prepare yourself for what is about to happen. Again, just like giving birth, when you find out that you're pregnant, all of these thoughts run through your head. Yes, they are happy thoughts, and at times they are not so happy thoughts. However, either way, you are now perceiving these notions in your head of what needs to happen, right? So, going back to a business standpoint, I'm going to brainstorm And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to figure out what it is that I want my business to do. So let's get personal, right? I Slay Hair is my baby, okay? When I first decided that I wanted to go into business, I sat down with me, myself. (laughs) I first prayed about it. I don't know how many of you guys are religious or not religious. For me, I don't move. I don't say anything. I don't do anything without praying. Praying is my time to talk to God and for me to be able to open up, 
share everything that I'm feeling and what I want and what I need from God. But also, it's my time for him to speak to me and let me know what I need to do, how I need to do it, where I need to go and seek help, and so on. So again, my first step was to pray. Once I prayed about it, I sat down with my husband. So again, running a business is not going to be easy, especially if you have a spouse and you have a family. Your time is going to be so much into this business. It is going to consume every hour of your day. And every emotion that you're going through, whether it's ups and downs, it's going to consume your body because you physically have to be prepared. It's going to consume your mind because you mentally have to be prepared. So if you have a family or a spouse, my suggestion is to always sit down and communicate with them. Help them to understand what it is that you want, what your vision is, but also most importantly, help them understand how they're going to be able to help you and what you're going to need from them as you go through this process, right? So with my husband, um, I sat down with him. I told him like, hey, hon, this is what I want to do. This is what I see. And this is how I think we should move and how we should do it. Okay. Now, if you have a husband like mine's, that husband is going to support you 100%. He is going to tell you whatever you choose to do, I am supporting it. Whatever you need from me, I am going to support it. However you need me to move, I am going to move with you. But not only that, if you have a husband like mine, he too is going to pray about it and pray with you to make sure that this business runs successfully. Okay? So along with getting your paperwork and preparing yourself for this, You're going to manifest all of these things and you're going to watch it grow, okay? So paperwork, and I mean legit business, you have to get an LLC. So you need to file your paperwork with your state or whatever state you live in. And you can simply go online and Google it, okay? Depending on what state you are in, your LLC is going to be different and it's going to vary, okay? You're then going to get make sure you get an EIN number. Your EIN number is going to be your social security number for your business. And the reason I say social security number for your business because that is how it will operate. When you go to apply for your loans, when you go to apply for a line of credit, when you go to apply for your trademarks, when you go to apply to get a car in your business name, a house in your business name, whatever the case may be, that number is going to be your social security number for your business, okay? Once you get that established, you're then going to go ahead and make sure that you are 
preparing your numbers for what you're about to spend for your business. Have a budget. Set that budget and make sure that this budget that you're using is what's going to help start your business. And you have to factor everything into it. For me, I moved into a suite. So in that suite, I knew that number one, I had to go and look for that suite. Number two, I had to put my deposit down for my suite. Number three, I had to plan a vision of what I wanted my suite to look like. And with that, that comes getting it painted, making sure that I have all of the equipment that I need for my suite, being able to get my cabinetry up on the wall, um, making sure that I have the things that I need to make my clients comfortable, rather that be a couch, rather it is a chair, rather it is, uh, like for me, I have a coffee station. I also have a wine station in my suite. Um, I have snacks so that when you're sitting there for getting singles or you're, you're sitting for however many hours and you get hungry and you happen to miss breakfast, I provide that for my clients. Not only do I do that, I also provide their television service. My clients know when they come in, I'm famous for putting them on for a new show. However, that costs money. Those subscriptions do add up. And in order for you to have the best for your clients, you have to make sure that you are investing in your clients as well, just as well as they invest in you. Okay? Not only that, when you're moving into something new, you got to make sure that you have the supplies. So for me, I had to factor in, I had to buy hair, lots of hair. I provide hair for my clients. My clients do not have to come and bring hair. I provide it for them. So as you can imagine, everyone has different hair colors. Everyone would like to add color in their hair or whatever the case may be. I also have to have different lengths because I also service children. So when my babies come in, I don't give them hair down their back. I give them age-appropriate lengths, which requires an out-of-the-norm length. So it might be 18 inch, it could be 24 inches, whichever one that their parents are comfortable with. Then we move on to shampooing. I have to buy my shampoo products. Again, and I don't know who follows me on IG, but when I post my reels, I often say it all the time. Hair products are not cheap. Not for me anyway, because I am very, very adamant about putting the best in my client's hair. So I research it. I find out if it's good. What are the reviews? I tried on my own hair for about a month or a month and a half to two months to make sure that it's going to work the way I need it to work and function with my product. Okay. So once we've gotten all those logistics down pack, you again are going to make sure that you have your paperwork in line. Make sure that you are spiritually, mentally, and physically prepared for the business that you are about to venture on. Make sure that you have your spreadsheet for your budget. Make sure that you have communicated with your spouse or 
significant other or your family as to what you are about to do so that they know to be on board and just so that everyone can be on the same page. Okay. So this is all going to happen in, again, the first trimester. We are then going to go to the second trimester. Now, the second trimester is the most physical, enjoyable moment for most women during their pregnancy, right? That's simply when you get the morning sickness and it starts to go away. Um, That's when the tiredness goes away. Um, And a lot of the physical things is when it starts to ease up, right? Your fetus has now developed all its organs and systems and will now begin to grow and the length begin to grow and your baby's length and its weight will start to come right so now let's fast forward this and apply this to the business so we are in our second trimester and by this time right now you should be physically moving and having your business up and running Okay, so and again, all of this is based off of doing hair. I I can't speak for law businesses. I can't speak for a nursing business or anything like that. I'm strictly dropping gems for people who are interested and going far with their hair business. Okay, so by now your hair business should be up and running. You should be physically having your location. You should be physically moving, having clientele coming in. And not a lot of clientele. Because again, that's based off of your experience and how new you are to this. Um, for me, I had already had a clientele base already. And I've I've had my clientele base for some years. Some people have been with me since I first started braiding. And some people have been with me probably just starting out with me. However, I build the rapport, okay? So by now, your customer service should be on A1 game. It is so important for your customer service to be what it needs to be. And the reason I say that is, it is just like we go to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A might be a little expensive, But the thing that brings us back is that A1 customer service, right? It's my pleasure. I look forward to hearing that. Number one, I know that when I hear that, my food is going to be good. With Chick-fil-A, I also know if I have an issue, they will fix it with no problem. I won't get an attitude about it. I won't, you know, get a fuss about it or anything like that. They will simply fix it. And work it out. And if it even has to go as far as going to corporate. You will be compensated for it. Okay. So. Let's apply this to doing hair. You never know what people are going through. You are that client's therapist. Okay. Whether they are a child. Whether they are an adult. It doesn't matter. You're their therapist. When my clients come to me, there are times when we have deep conversations. There are times where I might share my personal life with them and they might share their personal life with me. 
and we swap advice and we swap opinions and we just feed off of one another's energy, okay? Some of my clients have become so close, I consider them family. And when you can get to that point, it's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing to be able to know that you can sit into a space and not be judged. It's an amazing thing when you can be able to sit into a space and know that this person is going to not only look out for your hair, but look out for your best interests. And that means a lot. It means so much. I can't tell you from my own personal experience where I've gone to get my hair done and I, customer service is not right and I will not go back. I am very adamant about that. So I treat people how I want to be treated. Customer service is not just saying, hello, good morning, how are you? It's a lot that plays into customer service. I can't express how many times I hear and see this. Being on time matters. It matters. It matters if you're the client coming to the stylist. It matters if you're the stylist coming to the client. There's way too much technology out here not to be able to communicate. Okay? It's, it, it's nothing for you to say, send a text, a message, whatever, to say, hey, I'm running behind and not at the time of your appointment. Have enough courtesy and decency to know if you're at that 30 minute mark before your appointment and you know that you're not getting there on time or your GPS is telling you this time, send a message. Hey, I apologize. I won't be there until so-and-so. Please forgive me. And it's all in your demeanor and how you relay a message. Now, I know some stylists are really strict about the 25 uh, additional late fee. And then you have some stylists that will cancel your appointment. But you have those stylists who will waive it depending on the situation. I am one of those stylists. Sometimes I don't trip about it. Now, for me, it's really based off the time. If you're like, 15 minutes late, I probably won't trip about it. But if you're like 30, 40 to an hour, that's an issue. That's a problem. Not only is customer service based off of your time, it's also based off of your appearance. Yes, you have your own business. However, you are still going out in the work field. It doesn't matter if you're just doing hair. Please come to work presentable. You should not be rolling up into your salon or your shop looking like you just rolled up out the bed. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. I try to make sure that I look presentable. Yes, we have our bad hair days if it's raining outside. And if you're natural and curly hair like me, yes. The minute you go outside, your hair is going to poof up and it's over, sis. It's over for us. But it's okay. However, 
I make sure that I put some type of product on my hair to make sure that it is presentable. I make sure that if I know I have to be at the shop at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning, I make sure that I'm going to bed early on Friday night, be well rested so that I can be up by the time my alarm goes off and I have my clothes prepared the night before or I have already thought about what I'm wearing the next day based upon the weather or whatever I have to do on that Saturday. So, again, making sure that you are prepared. And we're going to go back to just like a baby. You are preparing for this child to come, right? Because at this moment, this is when we're preparing for what we need for this child we are beginning to set the nursery up and or whatever the case may be or however you know the arrangements are made cribs are gone up and everything like that and you're preparing yourself right it's the same thing for a business the same exact thing so once you've done all of that you are now going to go to your third trimester. During your third trimester, your fetus continues to grow in size and weight. Everything that is supposed to be into that baby's body has all now matured, right? The baby begins to position itself for it to be birthed. And by the end of that trimester, it is time for you to give birth to this baby, right? So now for the business trimester, it's third trimester. Your business is now in its third trimester, right? So what happens in the third trimester? By now you are in the groove of everything. You have your rules and policies straight. You have your website up and running or whatever booking site that you choose to use. You now have your products that you need for your business. You now have your clientele booming. You now have your budget of how much money you have coming in down to pack. You now have how much money you have going out for supplies and whatever upkeep you have. You have your marketing together. You have your advertisements together. You figured out the algorithm and everything like that for social media. So you have now birthed this wonderful business, right? And so now this is where it takes us back to applying yourself. Just like a mother or parenting, when you have this baby, you now have to apply yourself to this baby. You are responsible for whatever happens with this baby. You are responsible for how you're going to raise this child and how you're going to make sure that this child grows up to be this wonderful human being. It is the same with your business. For me, I slay hair is my baby. How I move with I slay hair matters. 
how I choose to present I Slay Hair Matters, my work quality and ethics with I Slay Hair Matters. And I could just go on and on and on. Every little thing you do matters. Matters. I get a joy out of walking into stores or wherever I'm at and I get, aren't you Isolate Hair? I follow your IG. Your work is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Not knowing that, you know, I could be out here and doing some crazy stuff and somebody be like, oh, wow, that's, that's her who does hair and you've already given a bad impression. So we have to get out of this mindset of just thinking that a business is just something we do. We have to get out of this mindset of thinking that we aren't supposed to apply ourselves to our business like we would in everyday life. Everything you do in life, you have to work hard at it. There is no escape going around it or doing it half decent or let me say this not if you want great results you can't half decent you have to give it 150 percent 100 percent of yourself and that extra 50 percent is what you're going to squeeze out when you've overly achieved at everything that you are trying to accomplish it doesn't happen overnight it takes time However, right now you are getting the basis of what you need to start. Trust me when I say building a brand is never easy. And I would be lying if I say that it does get easier. It doesn't because the more you grow your business, the bigger it gets. The more time you have to put in, the more money you have to spend. The more of the reality hits you like, wow, okay, I see what you're doing, God, and I and I like it, and it's getting bigger. And for me, I have gotten to that point now. It's getting bigger. And I'm excited. I, I get excited about it. I have joy about it. I don't know who, if there are other stylists that get excited when I see that somebody booked an appointment. You know, for me, I have those moments where I'm like, all right, it's not happening (laughs) Um, the way I see that it should happen, but it never fails. God comes through doing that clutch and it happens. It really does happen. So overall, again, be sure to apply yourself. It is important. Apply. Say it with me. Apply. And say it again. Apply. And three times for the one time. (laughs) Because three means completion. Apply. Okay? Apply yourself to your business. It is your baby. You are nesting this baby. You are preparing this baby to become an amazing 
brand and amazing adventure. But none of this can happen if you don't apply yourself. Okay? So that's it for this episode. Make sure that you check me out each and every Monday with a new episode. I look forward to you guys listening to me the next time. And until then, be great, be blessed, and apply yourself.